thanks Windsor Creative for helping make the Mountain Climbers podcast possible. Visit www.windsorcreative.org.nz to discover more about Windsor Creative. That's www.windsorcreative.org.nz. Something else that happened recently as well that is just terrible is was in Spain in January of 2019. Would you be able to just describe what happened? Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, I do think the media dramatised it a little bit, but because yeah. um, when I look back on it now, it's it was, I mean, it was yeah, it was a little scary, but it, <laughs> I would never thought I was in too much danger. Um, mm. But what happened was we had a weekend off. So me, my fiancé, and a couple of teammates, we decided to go to Barcelona. And what we didn't realize was that there was a, a taxi strike going on and they were protesting against Uber. So we were in the hotel wanting to go out, and so we ordered an Uber. And it said it was going to take about 30 minutes, which I thought was really strange. Um, so we waited and waited, and then we got on this Uber. And it was covered in, uh, I think it was eggs, that people had been throwing at the car. Wow. And that kind of raised the alarm bells a little bit, but we didn't think there was anything of it. And when we were in the car, the lady was explaining to us that there was this protest on and people had been throwing rocks at her car, and we were just thinking that was pretty crazy and and not really thinking too much of it, thinking the worst would be a few eggs thrown at the car. Mm. Um, But then she took this turn and drove up this hill, and we drove into a mob of people. Did you not see and them beforehand? Then, no, because you kind of came up over this blind hill and then you were in the square. Right. So she kind of, it was a tiny little narrow street. So she drove up there into the square and then before we knew it, there was maybe 100 people around the car and people with cameras, like filming in the windows. And then I can't remember what happened. I think she tried to drive forward and people tried, went to block her. And then she panicked, and she put the car into reverse and drove at that point, through the, this mob of people. At that point, the the whole mob, they would have been surrounding the, the, the Uber, right? Yeah, the car the car was absolutely, we couldn't move. Wow. And we asked if we should we could get out of the car, and she was like, no, 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 stay, stay inside. Um, so at that point, we thought, okay, this could be a little dangerous. <laughs> and then she something happened, and she panicked. I, I can't remember what happened. Maybe someone hit the bonnet, I think. And then she reversed through these people, hit, hit a few people on the way out. Really? Hopefully Did nothing run, serious. I'm not, we're not them? too sure what happened. There were no bumps. Just hit them, I think. It wasn't. Okay. No, I, don't, I hope not. <laughs> uh, and then, and at that point, people just started smashing the windows with their fists. And, wow. And she just had to accelerate out of there. I, yeah. So it you, was all a blur from that point. We were just yelling at her to drive because we needed to get out of there. Yeah, so you would have been so, covered yeah. in glass. Yeah, because my window got hit first, so I didn't even know it was coming. And then glass kind of... Lucky I wasn't looking at the window. Mm. And, yeah, glass just went all over me. And then they hit the back window and the front one, and then she just accelerated out of there. What did you do afterwards? Did you go? Did you have to go to the hospital? No, it was no, just a bit didn't. of cutscene. Yeah, at the um, bottom of the road, there were all the police. So as soon as we got there, we knew we were safe. So, yeah, we Mm. were fine. Just a little bit shaky, but, yeah, it was fine. Has has that experience given you a new appreciation for the news, what you see on TV? Um, Sort of. I think I've always known that it's a little dramatised to get people to read read it. But, 
Yeah, I guess I guess a little bit. I guess they do. I think the headline was uh, "Sports Star Caught in uh, Sports Star Attacked," and I thought that was a little over the top. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, you, do you not think you were attacked? Not really. I'd say the car was attacked. Okay. I was lucky to not be attacked, but I, w- I wasn't personally attacked. Yeah, they were more attacking the Uber. Yeah. Could have been anyone yeah. inside. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Does it make you think of p- violent protest or protest in a different way? Yeah, I think it, it just shows how if you're an innocent person, you can get caught up in something like that. And it's it's sort of scary to see how when humans kind of come together and are angry that they kind of have this pack mentality and don't really care mm. who they hurt or yeah it is it's quite scary do you think there was a learning out of it a learning thing for you um not really maybe just to to read into where i'm going more and see what's going on in, <laughs> in the area <laughs> yeah all right yeah. moving on to some more general life questions now erin what is the the lesson that you think has taken you the longest to learn? Um, I would say to just appreciate everything you have, even the small things. I think we go through life taking so many things for granted that we have. And I also think because I travel a lot, um, I think that we often take New Zealand for granted and I don't think we appreciate the beautiful country that we live in and how lucky we really are. Why did those take the the longest for you to learn? I don't know. I think the appreciation came from my mum my mum's death. I think mm. just seeing her in those last few weeks it was really hard and it was you sort of think how many other people are going through this at the same time and you often don't even think about that or people that are less fortunate than you and and people that are suffering. So I think, yeah, just you have to appreciate everything you have, even being able to walk and, yeah, just everything. Is there something you you think people could do to, to learn how to appreciate what they have? I, I'm not too sure. I think maybe if you just make a, a note of it or every morning when you wake up, just kind of be grateful for what you have and, and to really make the most of the day, go out with the intention to make the most of the day. And, yeah, Mm. I think if you just make it a conscious thought every morning or something, then that could help. Looking back, what do you think is something that you would encourage other people to do because it just worked so brilliantly um, when you did it? (laughs) Um, mm, This is a really hard one. Um, I would say to just... Push yourself outside of your comfort zone as often as possible. Mm. I think when I look back in my footballing career, a lot of the time I was outside of my comfort zone. I I think when I was in the under-20 squad, I was so nervous. Most of the time, I didn't want to be there. But I, I pushed myself to really make the most of it and and to try and get better as a player. And I think being outside of my comfort zone helps that. It helps you grow as a person and it helps give you confidence. And mm. yeah, how I would does, say just push your, push your ability. How does someone learn to be comfortable with the uncomfortable? Um, uh, I would just say take it as a challenge. And I think 
if you just go and do it, then you can look back and and feel proud of yourself that you actually did it. I, I have a friend, um, my best friend, actually yesterday sent me a video of her doing a skydive, and I didn't believe it at all <laughs> because she was <laughs> she is, was the most scared person growing up with her. Wow. She wouldn't even go on the slides with me at Waiwera. And she said to me, I thought to myself, what if I did the thing, one thing in life that I'm most scared of, how would I feel after that? So that was really cool to hear that from her. And I think mm-hmm. it's a really cool way to live as well. Just go out and do something you're scared of, no matter how uncomfortable you feel and, and see how you feel afterwards, because I'm sure that you'll feel great. Do the thing that I'm most afraid of. Is that just what, go and do it. Just yeah. go and do it. <laughs> Now, that is a really good message. I love that so much. Have, have you gone yeah. and done the thing that you are most afraid of? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, what I've been through, I mean, I never thought that I'd have to go through that, but I think I've really overcome a huge challenge going through that. Mm. Um, yeah, but in terms of general fears, I, I, I don't really know. I used to be terrified of flying, but with all the flying I've had to do, I've had to to become comfortable with that. So <laughs> you know what? I've I... conquered that one almost. Wow! You know, I have a yeah. massive fear of planes as well. How did you overcome that one? Because I really need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took me a very, very long time. A lot of sleeping pills on the planes um, mm-hmm. helped to start with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then I. I I talked to a psychologist at one point, the team psychologist, because it was starting to really affect me. Um, and he he told me he told me just to live every moment as if I was going to die anyway, <laughs> which didn't really help. But, <laughs> um, but I think yeah, over time that has helped me, and I yeah, you just you can't live life in fear, so you have to just do that and I wouldn't never give it up I would never give up football and flying around the world because I'm scared of flying so I have hmm. to do it it's just yeah. one of those things you've got to conquer and got to take by the horns yeah. hmm. exactly do you and f- yeah, whatever happens happens you can't do anything about it <laughs> if it's meant to be it'll happen exactly do you fear death I did. Um, I would say I did but after my mum passing I not so much anymore um, hmm. And I think that is partly because I know that wherever we are all going, she is there already. Yeah. So I think that definitely helps. I think before my mum's death, I haven't really had any other losses in the family um, or experienced that. So I think the fear of death before that was a little scary. Not that I really thought of it too much. But yeah, now it's a little easier knowing that Wherever we're going, she's there. Okay, we're yeah. going to play a little bit of a game now to finish off, Erin. It's called oh, finish. Right. This, okay. It's called finish the sentence. So, I just like you to finish the sentence. So, Erin. Okay, Na- I'm going to be terrible at this. <laughs> I'm sure you'll <laughs> be go. great. Erin Naylor is still learning to. Still learning to not care what others think about me. Really, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I think I think everyone struggles with that. Other people judging. Other people judging. How do you overcome that? How do you how do you how have you learned not to think about that so much? Uh I haven't learned yet. That's why I need to keep learning it. Um 
to try and improve on that. But I think, yeah, happiness comes from making yourself happy and you shouldn't have to rely on other people or try to impress other people to be happy. Because mm. someone who is in the public eye as a, a famous sports person, there's... There's people write stories even of that Spain attack and things about you all the time. That 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 would affect you a lot more, would it? Um, I mean, I think on the field is where I. I think it would help me a lot on the field if I could overcome that because I think that is the biggest fear is being judged for a mistake. Mm. I think I'm not in the media too much. I would I wouldn't say I'm in the public media too much but I think on the field it could definitely help my game I think not caring what the people in the stands think um oh yeah because that's really a big thing I think yeah yeah when the whole when you're in a stadium where it's the the opposition's team it's their, their home ground that would yeah. be tough yeah um, often I do think it's it's just a game like think of it as a game I'm here to enjoy it that's why I started playing uh sometimes it is hard to block the crowd out. Do you think it does affect how you play? I I don't really know. I, I usually try to focus on the game. Mm. A couple of times it has, I think. Well, I don't know. This is a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I try to block it out most of the time. Erin Naylor develops herself personally by... Looking after my mind and body as best as I can. All right, and that's, as we discussed before, through meditation. And do you read? Yeah, I read a lot. What are you read reading at the moment? Um, I'm currently reading a book on the All Blacks, actually, really? about performance. Any good yeah. points out of there? Um, there was a couple of things I really liked about what it means to be part of that team. Like, they all still pull their own weight, no matter, like, regardless of how big of a star they are. After the... I read a chapter, and it, it said... After a game, they'll all clean up after themselves and they'll all sweep the sheds. And yeah. that's pretty cool to hear. And, yeah, it's just cool to see how humble they are. Do you sweep yeah. your, your sheds? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we should. We should, yeah. Something to start eh? Pull our uh, way. The guest <laughs> is Erin Naylor, goalkeeper for the New Zealand Football Ferns and the French football team uh, FC Bordeaux. Is that correct? Am I saying yes, that right? You're right? Yeah. Like her on yeah. Facebook, follow her on Twitter and Instagram to find out more about Erin. It's been great spending um, today with you, Erin. I've got one last question. Have you reached the summit, the pinnacle, the mountaintop? Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. Still a mountain Maybe climber. In a few years. Maybe in a few years. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Erin. Bye. Mountain Climbers Podcast. Lessons from one of New Zealand's most well-known politicians. Act Party leader David Seymour is here to talk politics. Do you want to become Prime Minister? Oh. Childhood. Maybe I'm just fundamentally unlikable. And one of New Zealand's most popular TV shows. What did Dancing with the Stars teach you about yourself? That I can be about 10 kgs lighter. Find out next week on the Mountain Climbers Podcast. This episode of the Mountain Climbers podcast is made with the support of Windsor Creative, a faith-based, non-profit graphic design studio that specializes in brand identity, illustration, print media, and web design. We love them so much, we've used them for the branding of the Mountain Climbers podcast. For more information about Windsor Creative, visit www.windsorcreative.org.nz. That's www.windsorcreative.org.nz. 
or you can look up Windsor Creative One Word on Facebook.